Hello and welcome to the Butt Show. It's not TV, it's H Butt O. I'm Daniel Butt, and on this episode I'm going to tell you what I know about straws. I haven't done any research. As always, I'm talking out of my butt. Okay. First of all, I'm not going to talk about straw, as in the plant. That kind of straw is like really dried up, no good hay. It's no wonder that when the first of the three little pigs, who was actually really intelligent, with full command of his pig hands, made an entire house out of straw, that the house fell down. Even bales of straw hay have to be held together with twine, to say nothing of a full house. And how did that pig expect to have indoor plumbing or a stove? The plumbing would have disintegrated everything, and it's unwise to start a fire in a building made out of kindling. So no thanks, I'm not interested in that type of straw. A real straw is a hollow tube. One end of the tube is placed in a full cup of any organic beverage you want to drink, and the other end is placed in your mouth. By making a sucking motion with your mouth, you suck all of the air out of the straw, which creates a vacuum. In accordance with Newton's second law of physics, nature abhors a vacuum. This is why straws only work with organic drinks, since those are the only drinks that truly come from nature. When a vacuum is created in the straw, the organic beverage actually moves itself to fill the straw and get rid of the vacuum. It's incredible. This liquid, with no brains or internal skeleton, suddenly moving autonomously. The organic beverage will actually move so quickly into the straw, so much it wants to get rid of this vacuum, that it actually overshoots the length of the straw and ends up in your mouth, at which point you can swallow. Disgruntled food scientists, who are coming up with brilliant, inorganic ways to maintain a stable food supply for an ever-growing population, refuse to call straws by their given names. When an object that works exactly like a straw is used on any inorganic liquid, the object is called a siphon. It's the same principle, though. One end of a hollow tube is placed in a body of water or other inorganic liquid, and the other end is placed in someone's mouth or a machine that can suck a lot of air. The sucking creates an inorganic vacuum, like a Dyson or a Hoover, and these work like normal vacuums which suck up the liquid. You might have seen an action movie where a car runs out of gas, so the hero or the heroine goes to another car, sticks a hose in that car's gas hole, and sucks gas out of it like a straw so they can fill up their own car. And this is an example of a siphon because gasoline is not organic. In the 1840s, there was a straw that broke a camel's back, and everyone still cannot shut up about it. As you know, camels carry water in the humps on their back. This makes them well-suited for desert activities. It just so happens that one day in the desert, a couple teenagers were playing a game of sand soccer. Whenever a goal was scored, the announcer would blow through a simple homemade kazoo. During a tense stoppage time, the score was tied and the announcer was thirsty. One team had the ball close to the other's goal, while the announcer was at the cooler of Gatorade, sitting on a camel's back. Just as a shot went into the net and the announcer prepared to blow the kazoo, he found out that the cooler of Gatorade was empty, so he gasped in shock. The gasp acted like a quick suck of air through his kazoo, temporarily turning it into a straw. Sadly, 
Due to his proximity to the camel's hump, the water inside the camel's hump wanted so badly to get rid of the vacuum in the kazoo straw that it burst a hole in the side of the hump and spilled everywhere. This became known as the incident where a straw broke a camel's back. Unimaginative children are known to draw straws to figure out who goes first in an activity. This is a tedious process that involves getting paper and art supplies, finding a quiet corner with a flat surface, and turning out the best drawing of a straw that you can. Most times, a classic white straw with red lines will lose. Drawing a bendy straw is a risky move with big payoffs. If you can get those crinkly lines around the bendy part to look realistic, then your drawing will probably win. Otherwise, you'll be dead last. The special kid who draws a crazy straw is essentially disqualified because it takes so long to draw that the judging happens before they're finished. Drawing straws is a really inefficient way to pick who goes first. If you walk up to someone and slap them in the face, that is called the last straw. Because by slapping their face when they don't expect it, you push all the air out of their cheeks. And this creates a vacuum in their mouth, which becomes filled with spit because that's how a straw works, remember? After that, though, the person will never be able to use a regular straw again because you broke their face. That quick hit of spit in their mouth is the last straw process they will ever participate in. And that's all I know about straws. This episode has been brought to you by Mickle Brothers Games. Do you like to save money by buying generic? Mm -hmm. Maybe you get a big bag of toasted O-rings instead of a box of Cheerios? Or maybe you get textured paper squares instead of Charmin. Well, if this sounds like you, check out the full line of board games by the Mickle Brothers Company. For example, if you like Connect Four, up and down checkers is all the fun at half the price. And why play Operation, which is so expensive you may as well have real health insurance when you could play Naked Red Light Nose Guy. Don't settle for, sorry, challenge your family to, I apologize for sending you backwards. All Mickle Brothers games are currently in the blue light section of Kmart. Many thanks to Mickle Brothers games for sponsoring the butt show. All right, that wraps up this episode. To submit a topic for a future episode or listen to previous episodes, go to thebuttshow.com. Take care, everyone.